I'm going to put up some scriptures today, and as you read them, I want you to, to, to capture, if you would, the, my theme this morning, uh, each one of them, because, you know, scripture can go in a lot of different directions. But the direction that I want you to, uh, that I feel by the Holy Spirit this morning is, has to do with prayers of prevention and prayers of provision. What if you can affect what's going to take place in tomorrow's? What if you can go ahead and, and you know, uh, uh, have an input, an impact? by your prayers. Well, I believe you can. I believe that the scripture teaches uh, this so. I believe that their prayers can secure our future. I don't believe that we need to just let life happen. I believe that we can affect life. And so if you got some scriptures there with that thought in mind, you remember this one now. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. First of all, you will notice that this is the, uh, the blessing for children, for his children. It is a common prayer that people say all over. But this literally is the, the prayer of, of asking for the children's blessing. I wish the kingdom was automatic and there are certain things that are set. But yet the journey, the, 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 uh, our involvement, you know, our input, has a dramatic uh, um, role, okay? It's asking for the children's blessing. Our Father. Remember Jesus said, he uses some really strong language and that, that would get me kicked out. But he said, you're of the father of the devil. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Not you. No. What I mean? Because you're believers this morning. But there is a difference. Being born from above. Okay. So it is, a, it is the, the uh, uh, asking for the children's blessing. Now look at it. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think we can all say amen to that. So then he says, give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our debts, and forgive our debtors. I'm grateful for that part, aren't you? Amen. So we have provision there. A prayer for provision. A prayer for, you know, future provision. Do not lead us into temptation. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. He's looking at the future. 
whether it be within the immediate 24 hours or 48 hours, 72 hours or years, you know, etc. There is that prayer of prevention that Jesus puts in this prayer. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, the next verse. Look at the prayer of prevention. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and shall be innocent of the great transgression, prevention. Hear my voice, O God. In my meditation, preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked. Prayers of prevention. Of course, then the, from the rebellion of the workers of iniquity. Then Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Provision or prayers of provision. Enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. That I may not cause pain. So God granted his request. Prayers of prevention and prayers of provision. Thank you for your word this morning. Hallelujah. I think there's prayers that steps into our future. Prayers that set up the future. Prayers that become prophetic declarations where we're stepping out into our tomorrows by our prayers, creating divine setups, creating divine deliverance, creating divine interventions, making their available divine provisions. Prayers for the future. Prayers that, that build a memorial before God. Prayers that, you know, before God's throne. And you know what a memorial is. Okay, it's some kind of, you know, uh, picture to say the least. It is something that stands in front of that's visible and that, that brings the attention to. So there are prayers of, that are like a memorial that tell a story, that bring a remembrance. You know the story of Cornelius, right? I don't know how long he had been praying, but the Bible says that, 
that his prayers were building a memorial. And then one day God looks at that because it's constantly before him. And God responds to his prayer. A memorial. Prayers that build something, you know, so when your future comes, all right, God is taking and using those prayers that have been what we might call in the past to go ahead and orchestrate our future. Very powerful, I believe. It is securing heaven's blessing. You know, the scripture says, ask and you shall, it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find and knock and you shall be open. It shall be opened unto you. Now we know that God does not promise us, you know, that anything and everything that we ask for, but, you know, we get. But in this, he is instructing us. He says, ask, seeking God's face and God's favor. Knock, he says, for relief and assistance. He said it will be granted to you if you go ahead and have prayers of prevention and prayers of provision. Amen. Hallelujah. Because church this morning, there's no such thing as a small prayer. Prayer is big. Prayer is huge. And we've been instructed to pray. Prayers that get God's attention. He said, when the angel came to Cornelius, he said, thy prayers have been heard. And thine alms have come up as a memorial before God. God hasn't missed. God hasn't missed your prayers. So why did Jesus ask us to pray and instruct us? Lead us not into temptation. It sounds like maybe we can have an effect. We don't have to just accept, you know, life as it is. That there's things out there that will be in the pathway that we need to have, you know, a, a guidance, excuse me, in and from. Why? Because we live in dangerous times. We do. There are dangers, the Bible says, that are seen and unseen. Not only that, but he says that, that as the time moves closer and closer to the end of all things, the danger increases. There are things that we can see that cause us to shudder. But there are things that we cannot see that we need the divine help for his guidance in our lives. So don't lead us into temptation. Of course, we know this, that God does not lead into temptation, right? 
James says that he can't. Let no man say that when he is tempted, you know, that God has done this thing. So that's not what he's saying. No. You know, he, he's, saying, he's saying, you know, God, help us so that we will not act contrary to your holy name. Don't let us, you know, let the invitation of sin, don't let us fall for it. Don't let us fall for it. You know, take us on a pathway and a route by which, you know, sin and evil we don't come close to. Pray about that. Hallelujah. I believe we can affect our future, our daily future. So it seems that prayer is essential in prevention and in provision. We need the prayers of prevention, you know what I mean, to, to help us head in the right direction, to make right decisions, because we have choices every, every day. So when he says, lead us not into temptation, he is saying, pray that you might be protected, that you'll be guided and guarded from situations and circumstances that would allure us into ungodly actions or thoughts that we would secure in provision what I call God's supply chain. Hallelujah. Think about being led and guided against evil invasions. Protected, protected from spiritual enemies that you don't see. I think it could be likened to washing your hands on a regular basis from the germs that, you, that are there. And so you wash them. That's what I think prayer is, can do for us from a prevention standpoint. It's asking God to lead us, not just away from evil, but asking us to, to lead, asking him to lead us in truth and in righteousness. Yes. When we pray these preventative prayers, we increase our alertness. We need to be alert. Peter said this, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. How many like to escape that? Absolutely. For sure. See, the enemy loves to set up. God loves to deliver. And preventative prayer, lead us not. Guide us away. I love that fact. Fact is, Psalms chapter 5 
talks about praying that we might make the right decisions. Don't just take it for granted. It says, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of mine enemies. Guide me. I don't want to become a prey to the enemy. The spiritual warfare that the Apostle Paul talked about. So when you pray preventative prayers in this fashion, it's not the only element of prayer. But you're asking God not just to, 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 to lead you or guide you away from evil, but you're also asking him for the right course. The course into righteousness. Psalms 27 and 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of mine enemies. I don't know about you, but I love smooth paths. Yeah. The Apostle Paul says that one of the wills of God is that we would lead a quiet and peaceful life. How many want that kind of path, life? Absolutely. There's got to be an investment. It's not automatic. The kingdom is not automatic. Our, our destiny, eternal destiny, is absolutely secure. But the journey, the journey toward the destiny has a lot to do with our personal involvement. And one of the ways to affect your future is to pray and ask God. He says in Psalms 139, lead me in the way everlasting. This is the man that we know as being a man after God's own heart. But he's praying beforehand. I don't always know what's coming, but I'm asking that you, God, guide it in the smoothest, you know, best uninterrupted of evil pathway. Amen. He says, to pray that you would avoid the dangers of sin. And yet Paul says, when he writes to Timothy, that there will be many that have not avoided it. Talks about that, how that they fall prey. They lose their first love. They make choices that, that are absolutely, you know what I mean, devastating to the, 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 the future of their God life. Pray that you don't enter. Pray that you'll have guidance. Amen? I believe. I'm not suggesting this morning that you can, that life will be without incident, for in the world you'll have tribulation. 
But there are some things that are evil that he says you need to pray that it doesn't have an effect in your life. I think we can pray that we will not be afflicted with measures like Job was. I don't know about you, but I don't want Job's pathway. Now, I give honor to Job. You know what I mean? God had set him up. His, you know what I mean? What a dedicated and, you know, consecrated, totally sold out life would be all about. It's not detoured. Okay? Fact is, Satan recognized that God had went ahead and really placed protection and care and provision all around Job. And what took place could not happen unless God went ahead and gave permission. Look at preventative prayer in the life of Peter from the mouth of Jesus. See, prayer interrupts Satan's plans. Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith does not fail. I've prayed you're going to come out a winner. I have prayed for you. Hallelujah. So you can pray to be delivered from trials, suffering, and evil. The key is to submit to God. The key is to pray beforehand. You can pray for deliverance from those trials and tests that are not designed to strengthen your faith. There are some that are designed to strengthen your faith. The trial of your faith is more precious than gold that perishes. All right? So God allows elements of life to, to increase our faith and to purify our faith so that our faith is more accurate. So it's more accurate. Because much of the time, or in, yeah, I don't know if that's correct, much of the time, there are times that our faith, you know what I mean, through life and teaching and grabbing a scripture here and grabbing a scripture there without the full, you know, table of the Lord, that our faith gets a little bit, you know what I mean, inaccurate. Inaccurate. And we don't want that to happen in our lives, you know what I mean, or take place in our lives. Uh, so that kind of test and that kind of trial, uh, you know, that, that strengthens our faith, you know, 
your, your, your prayers are not meant or set up and, you know, they're just not going to work anyway in that respect. It won't work, you know, when God has set something up. But when the devil is trying to set something up, friend, and he does try to set things up. He tries to mess it up. He tries to weaken your faith and to, and to tear down. God says, pray that his evil will not be successful. Pray beforehand. Set up a memorial. Get it before the Lord. And God remembers it then at that given time. Psalms 141. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing. Now, in the delicacy and wickedness, keep me from us. I think that we're wise to seek God's power and God's guidance and God's direction in his deliverance. Some people's lives are all over the place. They have major highs and major lows. I'm not sitting here as a judge with regard to that. You remember when Jesus prayed or he instructed when this catastrophe of, of the end time takes place. He said, pray that you would be delivered. Pray that you would be able to escape. So what's the preventativeness there? Prayer, prayer, hallelujah. It's beating the enemy to the punch. Because he's an enemy. He wants to destroy us. And he is willing to take much time in setting up the trap, the snare. He's a thief that comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. It says he snatches away the word of God. See, the real enemy is not the situation. It's not the suffering. It's not the circumstance. It's the evil the evil lead us not into temptation but delivers from the evil one amen hallelujah pray beforehand that God would change your circumstances and that he would lead us into the possibilities of the plans that he has for each one of us 
Don't let sin sneak up upon you. No, but protect us from evil. Remember in Luke twenty-two forty, Jesus is with his disciples. It's a very dark hour. He's right at the the practices of going to the cross. He's in the garden of prayer. And here's what he says when he comes to them. Pray that you don't fall into temptation. What a great preventative. Today's society is great on prevention. Preventative medicine, preventative steps, preventative, preventative. It's a good pathway. It's a good road. And prayer sets up that preventativeness. In that Lord's Prayer, there are three horizontal features of it, and that is provision, pardon, and protection. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses and deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us from evil. The first scripture, one of the scriptures we read there, keep me back from presumptuous sins. Yes. This prayer can turn the table on Satan. Remember in the Old Testament, which is, which, you know, everything was played out in the natural and gives us a picture that can be applicable to us. When the Assyrian army would, you know, make its plan against Israel. And every one of their plans was thwarted. Because Elijah would tell them, Israel, what the Assyrians' plans were. And so they could make adjustments. They could not go there. And so they failed in their, the Assyrians failed in their, in their plans. Well, I tell you what. Satan failed in his plan at the cross. And God's intent is to make Satan fail in his plans when it comes to our lives. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are not children of dark. You are children of light. Walk as children of light. Prevention. Prevention from evil. Very important because we live in evil times. We live in evil times. It may be your life this morning, you know, seemingly seems to be free. Praise God. You've prayed. 
It's all around you, but it's not able to have a stronghold on your life and in your daily living. You can look at the future, and I mean, and be positive about it because you got a memorial before God. And at that moment in that time, God will send the help and the angels with a message to you. So we've kind of looked at this, you know, preventative prayers from evil, because that's what it's about, okay? That which would try to destroy, you know, our blessing, our lives. But then how about, you know, provision? Prayer for division, pro provision. We go to Jabez's prayer, all right? First of all, he prays beforehand. And this is, this is literally an Old Testament Lord's Prayer, okay? The correlation is, is, is almost identical, just with different words. So he says, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Now, he doesn't have the blessing yet. If you read into, you know, what he's saying there, his life is kind of a mess. His life is challenging. He doesn't want his life to continue the way it is. He wants his future to be different than what his past has been. And so he makes a request. Never let the past, particularly if the past is, you know, hasn't been good, been full of evil. Never let it determine your future. Make a prayer. Make a prayer. Now when I say make a prayer, I'm not just saying, you know, make one prayer and then go home. No. It says your prayers have come up. Your alms, your commitment, all of this stuff, it's, it's come up. God says, I'm remembering it. Consistency. And I think not only consistency, but obedience. So he says, all that you would bless me indeed. I want my future different. Enlarge my territory. I want my tomorrows to be bigger than my yesterdays. I don't think he's being greedy. Give us this day our daily bread. Oh, I love it. You know, it's not a once, a twice. It's not here and there. It says daily. Daily. But you got to pray it. You got to invoke the children's blessing. And when you do that, the Father who knows how to give good gifts will do it. 
So he says, enlarge my territory and that your hand be with me. That what? That you would keep me from evil. He recognizes and he knows the world that he lives in, the world that he's going to face. He says, Lord, I need your help. Would you be with me and keep me from evil? He says, I need God's presence. Oh, hallelujah. I think God's presence is one of the great things against evil. I do. The presence of the Lord. And I believe in it. Believe that you can prevent evil when it comes to your own life and your own household. Will we get it perfect? We never do. But there's no harm in trying. Karen? Don't accept. You know what I mean? Status quo. We have a kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Even for that, we have to pray it. There's no such thing as small prayers. None whatsoever. Hallelujah. Jabez, he prayed for that supernatural power of God to work in his own life, in his own weaknesses. I think he understood his own weaknesses. I think he understood where he was most vulnerable. And the fact of the matter is that so does the enemy. He knows where you're weak. And Jabez says, I need your power, God. I need your power. So I don't succumb to it. So, so I don't walk into it. You can pray for blessing. You can pray that your blessing will not be stolen. Amen. Amen. You can. Hallelujah. He said that the hand might be upon me. Jabez wanted God's hand upon him and he prayed for guidance. Lead us not into temptation. He said, I want to be kept from evil. 
I want to be kept from those things that grieve you, God. Would you help me? I pray for it, Lord. And what does it say? It says God heard it and God granted it. That's the good news. Is that God grants our prayers of prevention and our prayers for provision. To lead and to guide. Let me show it to you as we wind down in the life of Jesus as he prayed for his disciples. John chapter 17. Would you keep them, Father? Would you keep them? Would you keep them from the evil one? the twelve the twelve apostles the, the commissioned ones the inner circle of God or of Jesus it's the inner circle and he prays the prayer of prevention hallelujah Peter experienced a bad moment, but he also experienced deliverance. The evil was prevented. Thank you, Lord. I believe in the mercy. I believe in the grace of God. I believe that things, you know, come, you know, without us doing anything. I think that's the mercy and the grace of God. But I believe that there is more. We have a theme that it says the best is yet to come. I believe that following the instructions of scriptures, Jesus' prayer, the verses we've read, and the things we've talked about, I think that's a pretty good thing to come. Absolutely, church. Amen. It really is. Hallelujah. He prayed not only that they would be kept from evil, but they would be filled with joy. He wanted them filled with joy. Amen. Pray for joy. Hallelujah that petition to heaven prayer because after all whose joy is it it's the joy of the Lord there's a lot of things I get joy from you know and I, I think that they, they can they can flow and in, 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 you know what I mean and in, in have a perfect blend together don't get me wrong but even when those things don't happen so that there can be joyfulness. There's a reservoir 
the joy of the Lord. Amen? Amen. We can go on and all the protection, but I want to encourage you, the church, this morning. doing it, I want to encourage you. Keep doing it. It works. Amen. It works. Your life will be smoother. You'll have more peace. You will, be, you will feel God's presence even when the fire seems to be hot like the Hebrew children. You'll be able to go in it, in out of it, and there's no, no, no residue. Amen. Give the Lord a praise. No residue. Amen. Hallelujah. No residue from the enemies and all his trickery. You know, the Bible says that Satan is, is wiser than Daniel. Folks, you're not dealing with somebody that's stupid. You're not dealing with somebody that's not cunning and crafty and deceptive. You're dealing with somebody that knows people. He's been around longer than people have. And he began to interfere in their life right from the beginning. He knew just how to appeal to Adam and Eve. He knew how to do it. Subsequently, story after story, he knows how to appeal. Hallelujah. But we have a weapon. We have someone in our corner. And he says, if you'll reach out to me. Then what the enemy has planned for evil, God says, I will turn it for good. Remember the story of Joseph. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Everything is not always hunky-dory, and I wish it was. But God's not finished yet. Amen. Let's sing Karen this morning as the church stands with me. Hallelujah. And folks, that is just another reason why prayer is so important. What do you want your future to be? What do you want that is presently that you want to change in the future? What do you want your tomorrow? How much God and God's will and God's way and God's power you want it in your tomorrows? Make a prayer. Make a prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, today for the, your offer and invitation for us to pray for the children's blessing. So we release it this morning the key or a key inheriting the children's blessing in its fullness. 
in our future in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen.